Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. It's just another day in paradise. Seems like this week has really been kind of a bad week. Everything seems to have given me some kind of issue. I I just think I need a vacation. You know, just kind of give... Oh, oh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. And you caught me. You caught me thinking out loud. Well, actually, it's the beginning of our exercise. Today, we are going to have a discussion about non-judgmental posture. Remember last time... We were together. I slowed us down and invited our focus to keep a a clearer and or develop a clearer view of of a mindfulness tool called awareness. And a part part of that awareness is maintaining or getting ourselves into a non-judgmental posture. And so I thought, well, wait a minute, before I start another episode, how about I go in a little deeper about the non-judgmental? Because this is going to tie in to an overall picture when we talk about calming ourselves down and decreasing and dampening our anxieties. So, welcome again. Thank you for joining me. Before I continue, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for giving me a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And thank you to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners wherever they go. Okay, so let's stop judging. Let's start kind of dissecting this this non-judgmental posture thing. During our time today, I'm going to be sharing some information from a resource that I will have listed in the description of this podcast, and it's by Dr. W. Robert Ney, and he's given workshops uh, about anger, anxiety, and uh, has a lot of um, experience in helping people move through these emotional um, Dis- disregularities and helping people get back to um, 
a calm and functional part of their lives. So one of the things, or there's a lot of things, but one thing I, I appreciated was his reference to using mindfulness as a tool to bring ourselves into a calm a calm state and the word that he uses is is to dampen our anger or dampen our arousal of anger and so uh, you'll find that I'm going to be sharing some of this information and I thought it was so outstanding I wanted to to pass it on to you one thing I think and I may I humbly suggest that we start with ourselves when we refer to a non-judgmental approach. Non-judgmental, it means you know, how are we talking to ourselves? Are we judging ourselves? And when we say non-judgmental, uh, we, you know, what does judgmental mean? Is something bad, good, right, wrong? I can't believe. Are these kind of words kind of rattling around in your vocabulary? Uh, because if if we're using words and judging what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad, um, we're we're allowing ourselves to not only judge ourselves, but we're also judging our environment. And one thing I would like to kind of incorporate as we're talking about judgmental is when we're talking about judgmental, we are also including our perceptions of experiences. And it doesn't always mean that our perceptions are fact. But we're making decisions based on our perceptions, and it triggers our self-talk. In review, I started off in a monologue at the beginning of our session, and I tried to use a lot of judgment words. And so if you want to stop and pause this recording and then go back to the beginning of it and see how many words that were judgmental words that I was speaking to in, when I was talking to myself. <laughs> but, so after you do that, you can come back and hi, you're back. Okay. So many of those judgment words, it puts kind of like a value on, on something. You know, it's a bad day. Uh, I am... I need a vacation, and maybe I do need a vacation. But the thing of it is, the conversation is linked to the type of day that I'm having. We don't nest in mindfulness. It's one thing I've really grown to appreciate is that we don't have to let our environment or our day guide us into a reactive emotion we we can do something we can stop ourselves and how do we stop ourselves well first we monitor our self talk so how do we change our judgmental self talk 
into non-judgmental. One suggestion is to use words of affirmation. Okay, so there may be some thoughts that words of affirmation is, you know, doesn't sound original. It sounds kind of fake. However, according to a Many, many researchers, your brain is listening to your talk and it will respond accordingly. Now, if you want to have a bad day, if that's your goal, well, then your goal will be achieved. But most people, I think, don't wake up with the goal of having a bad day. I think most people wake up with the intention of having a good day and things change. And so the response to the change gets people a little bit off balance. As we like, we're riding a bicycle and we hit a bump in the road and we get a little bit shaky, but we just don't fall down and give up. We balance ourselves. We bring ourselves back to balance. And so when we're doing our self-talk and we hear some negative things that we say in our mind, we can think of it as a bump. It's a bump. It's how we're perceiving something. And maybe I could have said, instead of saying, oh, it's a bad day, number one, let me, let me listen to my tone. And then maybe I could use some words of affirmation. Okay, this is different. Okay, I'm going to have to pull something out of my coping skills bag and see how I can turn this day around because I need to maybe take a breath, take a walk, and then come back and visit because sometimes we can be stressed or something is taking us off guard and we are finding ourselves reacting. And this, we're human. This is our body trying to find equilibrium. It's trying to find balance. And so when we talk words of affirmation, I can do this. I can make this day a better day, a a better moment. Okay. This day has given me a lot of things to think about, a lot of challenges to learn. My brain is listening to me. And so instead of seeing situations as a bad day or a good day. It's seeing things from a learning perspective. And that we can perceive as a growth mindset perspective rather than a fixed mindset perspective where we think that we are either really good or we're failing. You see, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a frame of mind. <laughs> Having positive um, words of affirmation helps us perceive a non-judgmental view. So when we're talking about what's a non-judgmental view, it doesn't mean that we're going to accept anything and everything that comes into our path. But what it means is that we can adapt and accept a down-to-earth perspective. You know, our, our, body, our body language, you know, we're going to recognize, we're not going to respond, we're not going to react to it. Crossing the arms, t- 
tightening the lips. We have to be aware of our body's response. You know, if we find ourselves getting tight-lipped and our arms are getting crossed, we can take a belly breath and blow it out and say, I'm going to just relax my arms and just let them melt. When we open our eyes and see things from a neutral perspective, from, from an open mind perspective, we are allowing ourselves to see the gifts that we have in ourselves and the gifts that we see in others. I always tell my children, if I can share, just, you know, we all have little mantras maybe that we want to say to encourage our, our children. I tell my children, everyone, you know, we're all working on something. And so when we're working on something, it means we're learning. We are all in a learning perspective. And so don't be hard on ourselves. We don't know everything. And that's why learning is so important to to keep in mind. You know, allow allow yourself to be flexible. Allow yourself to be neutral. You know, don't allow yourself to get pushed into a corner to make a right or wrong judgment about the way you're thinking or about the way you're you're feeling. Just see how and accept how you are feeling at this time. And there are going to be distracting thoughts that's going to come and push you into one corner or another. And we're not going to we're not going to ignore those uh, distractions. We've got to recognize the distractions to, to to know that they're distractions, and allow those distractions to pass and recognize and say this this is a distraction from me achieving my goal, and I'm going to concentrate on my breathing. And you know what? That distraction passes. And so what we're doing is we're strengthening our awareness and developing a non-judgmental posture. Okay, so on the other hand, let me mention, I don't want us to think that we are going to be like so... Um, cold in response to our environment. You know, things happen and we're just sitting there cold, stoned face. May I offer a, a example? If you have teenagers, and I, I say teenagers or preteens, it's a time in their life that a lot of changes are going on. Their perspective is changing, they're maturing, their social network is changing, and they are experiencing uh, stressors that they're not accustomed to. And it's all part of learning. And you know that, and I know that. When our preteens and our teens are going through these changes, Many times they may have judgment talk, you know, judgment talk about themselves, judgment talk about their environment. And they may want to talk to you and share some of their experiences. 
have a question. If your preteen or teenager is comfortable and they're talking to you about their experiences, do you think they would share more if or share it all if you're making judgments about what they're saying or how they're looking? Or on the other hand, if you have a more of a open-minded um, approach, a more flexible way of listening to them, kind of uh, a neutral uh, um, perspective as they're sharing things. And maybe in your mind, you may be saying, oh, wow, that must be really, really stressful. I didn't realize, you know, my child was going through all this and what is going on. But on the outside, on the outside, you're like a place, a safe place where they can feel comfortable talking and expressing and at the same time we don't want to push them in a corner and force them to try to share things because they're overwhelmed and they're trying to you know sort things out I think it's the same thing with ourselves we're adjusting and if we start judging ourselves we don't get to express our gifts because sometimes we, we just have to kind of sort things out and not be hard on ourselves and not be the judge. That is a hard job. Well, that's a hard job. That's a judgment statement. Now, everything from my perspective is going to be hard. You see how easy it is to get into that, that mindset? So for this next week, I invite you to practice non-judgmental posturing. Being flexible, open-minded, and look at things from a growth mindset. We have a lot of work to do. Oh, and you know what? We can do it. I would love to hear your experiences. Share them actually with your friends and with your family and we can all grow together thank you so much for joining me i look forward to talking to you next time be sure and pick up a copy of Ruth's new book tab mindfulness awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world it's not just an ordinary coloring book it features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought relaxation and creativity for anyone between the ages of four and 94 Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness. Awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com. <laughs>